Say it again with power. Koa, K-O-A-C-H. This word koa in the Greek is the word for might, but it goes further. It means to have limitless force, limitless ability, limitless power, limitless authority, and limitless wisdom. When people say you're doing too much, or you're trying too hard, or you just think you can just do anything, no, I'm not arrogant, I'm not overly confident, I am co-op. I'm on, good day to you, glad you tuned in, glad you subscribed, I'm glad we're connected, we're going to talk for a minute, we got to push a spirit out real quick, we got to get rid of a spirit, you know what, I do this podcast for the brothers, I know everybody listens, but I do it for the brothers. I do it for the men because, you know, I've been called uh, a man's man from time to time. So that's why I love hanging out with you, man. And, of course, my Dallas Cowboys need your prayers by all means. Please, brothers. I know you probably share for somebody else, and I'm praying for you if you do. But my Dallas Cowboys need your prayers. It's been too long since we've held up that Super Bowl trophy, uh, that Vince Lombardi gold. So by all means... All the fellas that are Cowboys fans listening to this podcast, just know we're on the same page. Figure that's something you need to know about me, just in case you didn't know. We're on the same page. Dallas Cowboys is God's favorite team. But anyway, more importantly, let me share this with you. One thing that I want to make sure that every man who's connected to me is aware of, and it's this. Be aware that the spirit of jealousy is not supposed to be cool amongst brothers. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And before you come at Pastor Marcus talking about God said he's a jealous God, his jealousy is not the same jealousy that we deal with here on earth when it comes to us dealing with people. It's not the same jealousy. God can have his form of jealousy because he made everything. He created everything. We're supposed to be worshiping him. We're supposed to be honoring him and him alone. We're supposed to be lifting him up as the true and living God. So when people try to tell me, well, I got a right to be jealous if God is jealous. Nah, it don't work like that. It don't work like that whatsoever. Get it in your mind. Being a jealous man is a waste of our strong emotions. Of our emotions that we can use to be producing and building empires. I can't deal with it, man. Connecting with brothers that are supposed to be on the same page, have the same mindset, have the same vision, it just doesn't make any sense to get around men that have this moody, competitive energy about themselves. Now, I know we're all competitive, but I'm talking about this whole soft boy competitive nature where they whining and complaining, doing cutthroat things just to get ahead. Finding themselves hating on another brother. How in the world do you hate on another man that's trying to build and trying to grow and trying to succeed in a race, running the same race as you, when as men we could be coming together and being strong for each other, but instead, many of you have experienced this, we've connected with guys that unfortunately we discover that they got real soft energy. And just because you're a man of God doesn't mean you got to have soft energy. 
I don't know if you can tell in my voice in this conversation, but I'm absolutely sick of it. I'm tired of it. I know I preach and I know I'm here to preach. I'm wanting to have a conversation and to pour into you to let you know that there are other godly, saved, Holy Ghost filled men that are thinking the same thing you're thinking. But sometimes as a man's man, you don't have enough men around you to even talk about these things to discover that you're not the only man that's frustrated with this soft jail man mentality that's in the church. All this jealousy stuff got to stop. I made up in my mind that as a real man, I'm going to be intentional about going above and beyond in celebrating other men, building up other men, lifting other men. That's why I started this Koach Man podcast. And I told you the word Koach, K-O-A-C-H, in the Hebrew is the word might, like Paul said twice in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 3, he says, fill them with might. That's limitless power. And then in Ephesians chapter number 6, verse number 10, he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's in the power of God's limitless ability, planted on our ability to now give us limitless ability to be successful. And if you're a man that's walking in limitless power, you have no reason whatsoever to be jealous. And I'm not fussing. I'm not screaming at you. I'm not fussing, brother. If you're one of the men that's been dealing with the spirit of jealousy, I want to just go ahead and say this. You're not fighting with the spirit of jealousy. What you're fighting with is the spirit of comparison. I'm talking to the strong men. All the men that's just sitting around jealous of another man, you need deliverance on another level. But to the strong men that find interest in a conversation with a man's man like myself, your issue's not really jealousy. It's labeled as jealousy because that's what people call it. That's what people look at it as. If, if you find yourself comparing yourself to another brother, they say, oh, you must be jealous of him. And that's not always true. That's not always the case. I'm not jealous of you just because I'm comparing myself to you. You just look like where I'm trying to go. And sometimes, if you be honest with yourself, honest with me and honest with God, sometimes, and I'm going to be honest with you because I've been in this place before, sometimes we find ourselves upset because somebody else seems to be making progress greater than what we are in the moment. I've been there before. I ain't gonna call no names of a few preachers, but there's a few preachers my age that I used to watch and I'd be sitting around saying, well, well, God, when is it gonna be my turn? It doesn't mean I was jealous of them. It just meant that I seen my potential through them and I start getting frustrated because I start comparing my life to theirs. Don't you know, brother, listen to me, man. I'm trying to help you. Don't you know that that's a slap in God's face when you compare your life to another? Not in terms of you being inspired by him. Not in terms of you looking towards them and you taking pointers and you saying, oh, I like what that brother did. I'm going to try that next. But in terms of, God, I hate my life because my life doesn't look like theirs. It goes back to the proverbial hating your grass because it looks like your neighbor's grass is greener. When a lot of times we're looking at somebody else's grass who looks greener, all to go over there and touch it and discover that it's fake. I'd rather have real grass that's still a little brown that can still be developed than have fake grass. I'd rather be in my developing season and growing season while God is doing whatever he wants to do in my life, while God is doing his perfect work in my life. I'd rather be in a season of growth than be in a season of fake. And I'm going to say it to you so that you can get it. 
whether you like it or not, some of the people we admire, once we meet them and get face to face with them, we find out that everything that we admired wasn't even real in the first place. Had no substance, has no power. There's no victory behind it. There's no strength behind it. No stability, no foundation. Because a lot of stuff that looks good to us, my brothers, hear me loud and clear. It ain't real. A lot of men are going through life frustrated and jealous of another man, of another man's business, another man's house, another man's marriage, another man's church. And they can get close up on them and end up discovering that something that you've been chasing, something that you thought was so amazing, something that you thought was so mighty, it ain't even real. So why go through the rest of this year jealous, hating, putting another man down just to get your just to get your just to get your trophy just for you to have an opportunity to go to the next level you gotta hate on somebody and jealousy kills jealousy makes one miserable and jealousy makes a man so miserable that he's willing to do whatever he's got to do to cut another man's success off that's why you got so much foolishness going on not even just in the world alone but even in the body of christ and I got to speak for the body of Christ. I know we got listeners from every walk of life. Some of you go to church, some of you don't. But I got to speak for the body of Christ because I'm a preacher. I'm a man of God. It's a whole lot of disunity and dysfunction in the church because you got so many men and they call themselves men of God. You got so many men that are jealous of another man. And the Bible tells us clearly in Psalm 133 verse number one. He says how good it is that brethren, that brethren, that brethren, I know we can take it and make it fit for everybody and say brethren and sisterin and tell everybody when we're preaching that this verse means for everybody. But the Bible specifically says for us that brethren, how good, not how negative, not how draining, not how aggravating and annoying it is. But he said how good and pleasant it is that brethren dwell together in unity. We got to come together. When you see one man trying to climb a mountain, don't push him over the mountain. Pull him up. When you see another brother trying to come up with ideas, that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. You see me posted online. Like somebody spreading the word that Pastor Marcus won't come to their church if it's small. And somebody else wrote me and said they heard that I won't come to their church unless there's at least 500 people in attendance. What? Where did that come from? I know my spirit of excellence says that. That may, that may be what it looks like from the outside. But if you get to know me and you talk to some of these other men that I've gone to their churches and done men's conferences and revivals and crusades, some of their churches got 20 people in them. One week I could be preaching at a church that got 15,000 members. And the next week I'm speaking at a church that got five people. Why? Because I don't hate on what nobody got going on. I don't hate on anybody's flow. I don't look down on nobody's flow. The only mess I look down on is the garbage. And there's a whole lot of garbage people out there. I'm not saying there ain't nobody out there worth looking down on. But what I'm telling you is, learn how to be intentional about lifting people up. And don't you dare subscribe to this, this world, this society, this flow that's trying to demasculate the man or demasculinize how you say it? Demasculate. I can't even get up. Demasculate. Emasculate. Demasculinize. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying? Don't you dare subscribe to this society that's trying to kill the man and kill who we are. And one of the ways that we do that to each other 
is by running from the opportunity to celebrate each other. But instead, with jealousy and with envy and strife, we kill each other. Don't let it be you. The spirit of jealousy is soft. The spirit of jealousy is not like a man. Men celebrate. Men recognize another warrior and lift them up. And like the Bible tells us, we sharpen each other. Iron sharpens iron. So be a co-op man. Be a man who walks in limitless power. Know who you are. And make sure that that negative spirit of jealousy that's been trying to come around you and hate on what you're doing, cast it out. Be bold. Dismiss it. And keep flowing, brother. God has great things in store for you. We'll talk again soon.